Can we give God a hand clap of praise? Amen. I don't know about I don't know about anybody else, but when I begin to think about how great his mercies is, I get excited. Amen. It's a mercy that we don't deserve. Amen. It's a grace that we don't deserve. Amen. It's a love that we that we don't deserve. Amen. All right, we want to go ahead and let our beautiful babies get on up to children's church. It's children's church time. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. These beautiful babies. Bless the Lord today. We bless the Lord today. Excited to be in the house of the Lord. Glad for all of you that have come out to worship and fellowship with us today here at the Unity Worship Center. We bless God for everyone that is on social media, fellowshipping with us today, amen. We don't take your presence lightly. We bless God for all the seeds you have sown and words of encouragement that you have given. We bless God for, for that social family, amen. amen. Amen, that cyber family, amen. We bless God. Just. Real quick, all over the building, can we give God one more hand clap of praise? He's, he's so good. Amen. We want to get it worked out quickly, amen, and so we can bring order to the house of the Lord, amen. Amen. Excited to be here today. First Lady Maya and I, we thank you for sending us in the same city, but we had a very nice hotel, amen, and peace and food and rest, amen, amen. You get some peace and some food and some rest, you a couple steps from heaven, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> Went out to the pool and to the pool to enjoy ourselves and saw the gym there got to get in the gym didn't get to miss a beat we bless God amen amen my daughter challenged me to a race in the pool like I was like I was old <laughs> and she said I bet I can beat you across daddy I bet I can beat you across and at the time across across didn't seem that far and you gotta you gotta be careful that when when your children challenge you that you don't accept the challenge of your yesteryear in your mind. I saw it as me in the army and a great swimmer and girl, you don't want this. Bishop, about the fourth stroke, I began to remember that I was no longer 19. This was not the army. <laughs> and I'm coming up in the water just trying to hold on amen she's just and I'm over here help me help me please help me <laughs> she talked bad about me for the rest of the trip but we had a good time and we thank you UWC for all that you've done for us we don't take any of it lightly amen 
Today we're going to, let's bless God. Can we give God a hand clap for this praise team, amen, and, and this band, amen. I was looking for you. I was, I said, where he at? As soon as I said it about the second time, you started running down the steps. I said, all right, amen. Amen. I understand Aaron is at work. Or he's, he's got an adventure somewhere else, amen, be back next week, amen. We, these guys are hot right now. God is doing this thing with them. We bless God for it. Bless God for all the members here at UWC. We thank God for you being here with us. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to do the scripture a little later. Today we're going to start in the second part of our series, The God of Another Chance. The God of Another Chance. Have you ever considered the words do-over when used in the right context about the most important things in the world to you the words do-over could be should be two words that you could not find a price for different people different people I'm sure would use their do-over for different things. For instance, I've been watching a show on uh, Netflix, uh, it's old to many but new to me, by the name of Grey's Anatomy. And that this particular show, don't, don't do that grandson, I'm not soft, but I like it, amen. <laughs> I put Grey's Anatomy in and it said, zero match for the things I watch. <laughs> I had to ask myself, am I soft for watching this show? Because I'm doing a whole lot of crime while watching this show. This show entitled Grey's Anatomy, and in this particular show, you see a surgeon, uh, for the most part, different surgeons. And as I began to think about this today, maybe their do-overs, and I see in the show that their do-overs might possibly be a certain surgery, a surgery or procedure. It may not even be the procedure or the, or the technique. It might simply be the, de the decision at that moment and that decision that moment cost them the life of a patient. And if there's anything else in the world that they could have at that very moment as they approach a loving husband and two children who are old enough to understand that that mommy is never coming home again. What they most likely, those surgeons most likely at that very moment would mo more than anything in the world is a do-over. Kobe being Bryant, the greatest basketball player to ever play the game, my favorite player on the court and off the court. More than anything in the last 30 seconds of his life, January 26, 2020, I would have to believe more than anything that he would want in the world with all of the money that he had, with all of the success and riches, more than anything that he would want was a do-over of that fateful morning. Pete Curl head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, 
with all of the success of his illustrious career, if he could have one moment back in his coaching career, it would most likely be the decision to pass instead of run the ball in Super Bowl 49. That coaching, that ill-advised coaching moment will live with him forever. As many of us sat here today listening to those three different scenarios, if you are anything like me, you probably couldn't help but to think back to some of the most awful decisions you've made, which in return produced some of the worst moments in your life. Some of those decisions and the thought of them were so painful that it becomes hard to sit still as your mind without your approval at all uh, slowly begins to drift back to that day, that night, that moment. Truth be told, it is a high probability that every adult in this room has at one time or another has found themselves in a place of life where we if we were honest in our thoughts about self and come to the hard but true conclusion that life most likely could have been so much more different had we done some things differently. Is it anyone in the room today real enough to be honest with me and say, there's some things that I wish I hadn't have said and there's some things that I wish that I hadn't have done and no matter how much time has passed, I'm stuck with the reality that I can't shake, a reality that I can't shake nor change. Is it anybody that knows what I'm talking about? I could be having the time of my life and all it takes is, is to see someone who, who was just connected to what was connected to that moment and the rest of my day is shot. Sometimes all I have to do is pull into the driveway of my home and my whole demeanor change, not because of my wife and Maya isn't there, but because if I would have been right in my right mind, we would still be living in what we call the mansion. And all week long, as I was thinking off and on about this series, pains would shoot through the walls of my memories, and it was almost enough to make me change this whole series together. And I don't know if anybody else ever has ever come to the conclusion, truth be told, if I had one do-over, it wouldn't nearly be enough because uh, 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 the present hardships in my life aren't due to just a hiccup or two that I've made. Uh, but if I had to be real about it, I'd have to tell you that I've made more mistakes than a few. I have made more mistakes than I care to admit. And sometimes those mistakes keep me up in the wee, in the wee hours of the night. And, and sometimes those mistakes haunt me to the point where I get short-tempered. And so, baby, I don't mind, I don't mean to lose my cool, but there's just some things right. on my mind. And sometimes those mistakes make me have to get by myself and, 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 and cry out and scream out. And sometimes those, those messed up moments make me so ashamed of myself. And if my haters only knew that there, there's times in my life when they couldn't hate me more than I hate myself. Lord, 
I need some do-overs. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of myself. I'm sick and tired of being the worst person I know. I'm sick and tired of always hurting those that I love. I'm sick and tired of always hurting myself. Lord, I need some do-overs. I need, I need to get out. I need some get-out-of-me passes. I need to be able to look at me and be okay. I need my kids to be proud whenever they hear my name. Lord, I need, I need some do-overs. If the truth is being told, there is no worse thought than the worst thought you think of you. That's why I don't judge nobody. Because I know too much about me. Y'all ain't feeling me in here. I, I need a real church with a real people who've been through some real things, who can be real with me. Can I just go ahead and express myself this morning? A singer, Lenny Williams, said, uh, he said it best when he said, I get lonely sometimes. You know what I'm talking about. I, I just get lonely sometimes. Anybody feel me in here? If don't, if don't nobody else feel me, I know the fellas in here feel me. You'll just get lonely sometimes when you fall back into the corners of your mind and think about the mess that you've created in times past. And that guilt make you feel like you don't deserve to be happy and you don't deserve to be loved. Lord have mercy. And it makes a good day a bad day real quick. Ladies, can I just go ahead and explain something to you about your man that, that, that no matter how smart you think you are, you will never figure out unless we tell you men is it all right that I go ahead and speak for us there has been some things in our life some moves that we've made some ways that we've operated in that's been so foul we can't believe ourselves and every now and then it makes us distant and every now and then it makes us push folk away and get to ourselves and deal with our mess and deal with those demons stop thinking everything is about you you might be my everything but you ain't everything that's been in my life and sometimes sometimes it gets lonely it gets lonely sometimes when you are trying to be the best you that you can be but all you are left with is what you've ever known and if I and if I knew what I should have done, I would have done it. But since I didn't know, I did what all I knew to do. Right. And I'm sorry that I hurt you. And I'm sorry that it broke you. And I'm sorry that it came between us. But all I did was what I knew to do. But what if, <laughs> what if I told you that you could have what if I told you that you, Lord, how mercy, you could have another chance? One of the things that I believe that a lot, not all of, but a lot of prophets, preachers, and pastors have dropped the ball in explaining is the doctrine of substitution. And if you've been at UWC for a while, then you know what that is. There, there is a quote the, the, the doctrine of substitution, I'm sorry, right. is when Jesus takes your history yeah. and he gives you his destiny. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and all it calls for 
is for you to surrender. There is a quote by an unknown author that simply states, I was born again, and it feels as if God has granted me a second chance at life, end quote. Today, there are two scriptures, just two, that I want to deal with you about real quickly, and then we out. And the hope of today's sermon is to navigate the rest of this series and you into a place of understanding the importance of a second chance. The first scripture is the book of John, chapter 3, verse number 16, New King James Version. And the Bible says, for God so loved the world. Catch that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We hear that verse, we, we hear that verse and we get excited, don't we? We get excited because we automatically begin to assume that that verse is about us. And, and there is two realities here about that verse. And, 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 and whichever reality you fall under actually gives you the right, Lord have mercy, it, it actually gives you the right to get excited and stay focused or, or, or to be honest and get focused. Lord, have mercy. Let me say that again. It gives you two realities. One of them is to, to get excited and stay focused. And the other reality that it gives you is, oh, Lord, to be honest and get focused. Oh, oh y'all don't hear me. So, so, so that you can have a right to be excited when you hear this verse. See, see, one of Satan's greatest tricks against God's people is to allow them to come to church. Allow them to believe that they have changed. Allow them to become emotional and, and to run to the altar and supposedly give themselves to God. Right. I believe and I truly believe in this, that, that, that some of these churches that are set up around here are set up by men and women who have been played by Satan to accept people who are first, who at first are truly looking for change and truly looking to get better. I believe that they are led by Satan's angels to these demonically built churches to be kept away from a true experience with God. Because once you think you have found it, you stop looking for it. Let, 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 let me give you a thought and a point. Everyone in here probably knows someone who goes to church that you can still see they crazy. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Uh, 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 every church is going to have some crazy in it. Yeah. And, and, and as long as people is in it, there's going to be some crazy. Lord, have mercy. Uh, church going to be messy long as people is in it. Because yeah. people tend to be messy. I, I'm always blown away by people who say things like, I left the church because it was messy. You messy. When we met you, you was messy. If you wouldn't have been messy, you wouldn't have been here. But now all of a sudden, you're new. You're cute. You don't need. Oh, God. Now, now we're messy. Now we're messy because you don't need us no more. But, but it was a mess that got us acquainted. It was a mess that let me know you. It was a mess. You don't hear me up in here. You, you, understand. you better stop playing with God. The Bible says that God is not mocked. And what you yeah. reap, you will. You will sow. 
Don't get me wrong. Everybody got to look crazy in it. The thing is, the people in the church might come crazy, be crazy for a while, but after enough thorough Holy Ghost-inspired teachings, the crazy should be delivered. Amen? And, 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 And now the ones who was once crazy now plays a part in the deliverance of the new crazy that's in the church. Y'all don't hear me up in here. No crazy should just stay crazy. Lord, have mercy. Oh, God. I'm always disappointed when I I visit churches and clergies and and, and members and and pastors say to me, oh, don't worry about such and such. They just crazy. Don't, 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 don't worry about them. We, we, we ain't got time for them. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's don't, don't worry about them. That's just them. Because what they're really saying is we, we have given up on them. What they're really saying is that we have no answers for them. What they're really saying is that we really don't deem them that important. That's just them. The devil is a lie. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave his life up for the world, for the people who wasn't saved, for the whoever people, Lord have mercy. Anybody know some whoever people? For, for the whoever was on drugs, for the whoever was selling their body, for the whoever was guilty of whatever. God made a way. And most of us don't know why he did it, but he did it anyway. Is is there anybody in the house that can say, I was a whoever person and I don't know why he did it, but I'm glad that he did. Lord, have mercy. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hear me and hear me good. We have to make sure that it wasn't just emotional. And if it was, then we've got to get it right. We have to make sure that our reality is on point, that, 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 that we are where we are supposed to be in him. Because if we are going, if we are where we are supposed to be in him, when we hear that he loved us so much that he gave us another chance through his son Jesus, we have a right to get excited. We have a right to shout because we are where we're supposed to be. But if your reality, watch this, if your reality is your walk is a sham, your, 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 your walk has been hypocritical, If you ain't about that life for real, then stop playing around and make up in your mind right now that I'm giving my life to God for real. I'm I'm taking advantage of what Jesus did for me from this day forward, and I'm no longer a whoever. I am a somebody that's been saved by grace, and sin don't live here. Sin don't live here no more. Second scripture, I'm almost done. Second scripture I want to share with you. First John chapter 3, verse number 8. The ESV version. First John chapter 3, verse number 8. And the Bible says, Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. And the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy, to destroy the works of the devil. What I need you to understand, because we have some people in the building today 
who don't believe that there's any help for them, who's been struggling with their sin for as long as they can remember. Satan has lightweight been successful in making some people believe that because it feels good, it doesn't matter that it's wrong. Oh, God. Because it takes care of business, uh, it, it don't nothing else matter. And, and the biggest lie he got you to believe is even though you, you, you are doing wrong, God knows your heart. And, 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 and since he knows your heart, then you still save. The devil is a lie. And, and, and the scripture tells us that whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. It, it doesn't say whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil unless you're sinning for your kids. It doesn't say whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil unless you're sinning for your rent. It doesn't say whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil unless you're sinning for your education. It says whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. And the reason that the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. For all my sinners in the house, uh, 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 oh Lord, have mercy. For all my sinners in the house uh, that need a reason to shout, here it is. The reason that the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil, uh, to stop what you couldn't, uh, to break every chain, uh, to loose every stronghold, to give you another chance. Uh, Y'all don't hear me up in here. Uh, some of you should shout, uh, oh God, because uh, it don't have to stay like it's been. Uh, some of y'all should shout uh, because cow the Calvary has arrived. Some of y'all should shout because he heard your cry and he's shown up to destroy what's been destroying you. Everybody in here should shout because he is the God of another chance and he broke what you could not break. He stopped what you couldn't stop on your own. He done for you what you couldn't do for yourself. And if you ain't got no other reason in the building today to praise God it's because he gave you, despite you, another chance. He gave you, despite you, another chance. People dogged you. Friends left you. Family forgot about you. But God, in the wee hours, in the midnight hour, he was listening to your cry. And he gave you another chance. And if I don't get excited about nothing else in the world, is that he saved me from a wretch like me. He saved me and got myself together. He saved me and didn't leave me like I was. He saved me. And on the strength that he saved me, I now have the ability to help save somebody somebody else he's the God of another chance he's not the God of a second chance nor is he the God of a third chance because if he was only the God of a second third tenth fifteenth chance truth be told I ran out of those in the first month of salvation y'all ain't hearing me up in here 
I, I, I ran out of those chances in my mind. I thought those chances away. Lord, have mercy. I don't even want to talk about what I talked away. And I darn sure can't talk about what I did away. So I don't know about nobody else in here. But I bless God that he's a God that don't keep score. I bless God that he don't keep a record. I bless God that he don't need a certain credit number. I bless God that he is the God despite what I've been, despite what I've said, despite what I've done. He is the God of another chance. He is the God of another chance. And some of you, you don't need any more money in the bank. Some of you, you don't need another outfit in the closet. Some of you, your issue is not how the car is running. Some of you, your children are acting like they got some home training. So, so some, some of you, the marriage is really all right. It's really all right. Some of you, some of you are straight in every material situation in your life. But if you could just get... I got enough money in my pocket, but if I could just skip. My car is dope as they come, but if I could just get. Wifey's fine, I ain't got no complaints, but if I could just get. Another chance. Just get an, if I could just get another chance and, right. and not be judged while I'm in that chance. If I could just get another chance and folk don't remind me of how I messed up the last chance I had. If I could just get another, another chance. Then I know that I know that I know that I know that I'd, I'd make it all right if I, if I could just get another chance. I don't need another meal. I don't need another vacation. Ain't no pill gonna help this sickness. I need, I need another chance. And when it is that my life has been crazy. Y'all right. ain't hearing me up in here. Y'all came out the womb speaking in tongues, but I need to talk to some real people that's real enough to say that I had a chance or two. Anybody ever had that extra chance? That, that Y'all, you said as if I could just get another chance, and then you, you sat in your car, cried, couldn't believe that that chance had been provided, and you even told nobody because nobody was in the car with you, but you said it to yourself. I ain't going to mess this chance up. Watch me ball now. Bet I don't ever mess up again. Bet I do it all right. And then two to three days later, you find yourself where you've been before. Thirsty. Thirsty for another chance. There's some people in the building today that know where I'm coming from that, that folk won't give you another chance because your credit has proven delinquent. 
and you really don't know where I'm at right now, and, and you don't know really how I think right now, and if you would just give me a second and just listen to what I'm trying to say, you'd understand that I ain't who I used to be, and I'm just looking for yeah. Yeah. another chance. I had to learn. You can't give me that chance. I had to learn. You can't give me that. I had to learn that when the, oh God, that when the God of gods, when the King of kings, when the Lord of lords deemed that I'm worthy of another chance. Watch this. Everything that I need to make right, he makes right before the chance is given to. Got on. I had to learn to stop asking people for chances because when I asked people for chances, that came with their certain expectations. And the reality is, I might not be able to ever live up to what it is that you expect of me. And I found out that people would have expectations of you that they don't have of themselves. So how am I supposed to be what you not even yourself? But when it is that I go to God and I'm looking for another chance, he gives me another chance. He don't review no credit form. He don't look at how many times I messed up. He don't look about what people say about me. He don't need nobody else to bless me. He don't need nobody else to agree to bless me. He's the God of another. He's the God of another chance. So, so what shall we say then? What shall we say then? If he be for me, who can be? Y'all don't hear me up in here. If he be for me, who can be again? The God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The fire, the God that'll let you sit in the midst of the fire, but you won't come out smelling like smoke. The, the God that delivered Jonah in the belly of the whale. The God that when Peter, that when Peter was about to be stoned, when he was about to be killed the next day, the God that'll send an angel to you. Gird thyself, put your clothes on in the midst of your haters, in the midst of your enemies. The God who will unlock the locked door, the God that will set guards down over your life, God that will let you walk out of trouble not looking like you've been in any trouble at all is it anybody to know what I'm talking about I'm talking about God that will let your shipwreck but won't wreck yourself the God he's the God of another chance he's the God 
when they tell you, Jamal, you might not make it. God makes ways that man can't make. And all of a sudden, the surgery bed that should have been until your death was a surgery bed until your next chance. And now they don't understand. 50, 60 pounds later, breathing better later, don't need as many meds later. They don't understand that he's the God, the God of another chance. All alone, wrapped in a penitentiary cell, 20 to life in one city, 10 flat in another. Ain't nobody writing me. Ain't nobody coming to see me. And the one that I loved had stopped loving me. And then I heard somebody say, Jesus, he can fix it. And just a little talk with Jesus and everything would be all right. So I stopped on my knees, fell to my knees, asked God, I don't even know if you know me. I don't even know if you love me. But if what they say is true, I need you right now. Can I tell you about a God of another chance? 20 to life in one city, 10 flat in another city. But that same joker is preaching before you right now. No weapon, no weapon. The weapons might form. You know something about them forming. Calling your daddy in Washington, D.C. Doc, I don't know. We was by the hospital bed. She was laying in a hospital bed, unable to walk, incoherent. Doc, I don't know. You might need to get down here. I don't think she's going to make it. But because he's God, because he's faithful, because he lives, because he lives, because he lives, because he lives. Y'all don't hear me up in here. I'm talking to the real people that's been through some real things that understands had it not been for God on your side, you wouldn't be right here. I remember when you went blind. I remember when you couldn't talk, when they had to grab you out the sanctuary and they had to gurney you all the way to the hospital. By the time that I got to you, you couldn't pronounce a word. Didn't know your name. They told you you was going to be blind for life. By now you'd be in a wheelchair. But some years later, do you hear me in the building? Some years later, you're walking, talking, all in your right mind, balling like a rock star, simply because you had a relationship with the God. with a God of another chance. And if you know that you are a prodigy, if you know that you are a result, if you know that you are the fruit of him and you operating on another one of his chances, I dare you stand to your feet and clap your hands if you know that you don't deserve to be here, but you're here anyway, and it could have only been him that got you here today. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you give God, I dare you give God a praise. 
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Sometimes I ain't got words that could explain it enough, that could express it enough, and all I got is hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. To the God, to the God of another chance. For he so loved the world, he didn't say the bougie folk, but he so loved the world, he didn't say the righteous folk, he so loved the world. In fact, I read in scripture, Jesus told the Pharisees that I didn't come for the one who ain't sick, but the one that's sick, that's the one that needs a doctor. Is there anybody in the building that's real enough to admit, I need a doctor, because he came for you. Is there anybody can remember when you needed the great physician and you called on his name and you might not seem a cloud of smoke you might not have seen the veil go rent but you got something as simple as an inbox on Facebook and somebody might have said God loves you anyway you might have read a post that said don't give up God is still on your side is it anybody that knows what I'm talking about that he gave you a word when it wasn't nothing to nobody else but it was everything to you and I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful to the God, to the God of another chance, to the God, to the, to the God of, of another chance. After we failed him time and time again, he still proves to be the God of another chance. And as long as he's all right with blessing me with, with chances, I'm going to be humble enough to take them. And I ain't worried about who's sitting next to me, who might not like me, who might know my story and feel like I don't deserve to be blessed. I ain't studying them no more. I'm going to get what the master has for me. Oh, I heard somebody say, because little is much in the master's hands. I ain't worried about the one that's about me. And I ain't worried about the one that's pointing at me. And I ain't worried about the one that's supposed to be for me. But it looks like they against me. As long as God continues to bless me with another chance, I'll be humble enough to receive it. Listen, all over the building, all, all over the building, if you're grateful, if you're grateful that he is the God of another chance, would you just put your hands, just stretch them out, I dare you, I dare you just to thank him all over the building. I know I didn't deserve that chance. Lied as soon as I got the last chance. Yes, sir. 
but you got me rocking in this chance and I'm grateful you said in your word that you will that no one would perish and maybe that's why you keep giving me chance after chance and I'm thankful just all over the building tell him I'm thankful thank you thank you thank you you didn't have to do it but you did it you could have left me in it but you you pulled me out you could have let me die there but you but you make death behave I'm thankful I know I ain't the best me but every day is a brand new mercy every day is another day to get this thing correct and I thank you I thank you for being my my God of another chance If there's anybody in the building today that desires to give their life to Jesus, today's the day that you want to get and you want to be saved for real. We offer you the chance to come on down. If you want to be saved, saved for real, saved the way the Bible say, not saved according to your denomination, not saved according to your church bylaws, but save the way the word says. Yes, we offer you the invitation to come on now. If we have some people in the building today that says, I want to rededicate my life to Christ. Right. There's been some things going on between God and I, and I know that God is perfect, so, so the issue lies with me. And today's the day that you want to get it right with God. We offer you the invitation to come on down. If you want to rededicate your life today, uh-huh. Don't don't I know it's fighting you. I know it's telling you why you shouldn't come. I know you're worried about the expectation that people are gonna have for you when you when you say that you want to try it again. But you ain't gonna be worried about nobody's expectation but the Lord's. And can I tell you something about God? He knows that you're not going to change years overnight. <laughs> He understands that you're not going to change years overnight. He understands there's going to be some mess-ups. He understands there's going to be some slips. He understands that there's going to be some falls. But that's why he's the God of another chance. I want to invite you down today. If you want to rededicate your life to Christ, if you want to be serious about this fight, if you don't want it to be the way that it's always been, and I tell you, I'll help. I'll be there every step of the way. You won't have to walk it alone. It'll be between me and you. Hallelujah. He's the God of another chance. And he, there's some people in the building that he wants today. There's some people in the building that people have given up on. And God says that despite them getting tired of you, I'm never tired of you. Despite them ready to walk away and throw away the towel. And I'm never going to, I'm never going to walk away. I'm never going to throw in the towel on you. And if that's you today. If that's you today, you've done gambled on so many other things. I dare you gamble. I dare you shoot dice on God. I dare you give him a chance. I dare you take a chance with God today. You done gambled with everything else. You done tried. You know, you used to go, back in the day, they used to have a, in the grocery stores, they would have those little perch shampoo bottles. And they would be in the, in the big old, in the big old burl of all of this stuff. 
and then the perch shampoo would on it it would say 49 cent just 49 cent try me that's what it would say 49 cent and it said try me and I would think that's so awesome until until I got it home and I realized the 49 cent didn't have a lot in it 49 cent ran out fast but can I tell you today that there is a God Lord have mercy that sits in heaven and looks down into the earth rim and he's saying that you've tried everything else you've tried everything else now try me I don't even need 49 cent I just need your heart I don't even need you to be perfect I just need you to have a desire to want to be better that's all I need try try me is it anybody willing to try him today is it anybody willing to try him today you done tried everything else and it has failed you horribly hallelujah this is the the prayer for rededication come on up. the prayer for rededication Lily come on over hallelujah hallelujah the prayer for rededication you ain't got to be ashamed you ain't got to be ashamed it's gonna be a whole lot of ashamed people burning in hell you ain't got to be ashamed this morning hallelujah hey come on over come on over hallelujah hallelujah heavenly father right now in the name of jesus lift your hands and surrender hallelujah heavenly father right now in the name of jesus father we come here today and we thank you because you are an awesome god we thank you because you are a faithful